hello, hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? This is Sydney Smith, the host of this incredible podcast, The Real Queen Sid. And today I am going to be um, showing you guys a recording from a Facebook Live that I did. So if you hear me saying, drop things in the comments, that's why, okay? Uh, but today we're gonna be talking about ways to create more time in your business, okay? Because creating more time means you can get more done, means you can move forward faster, means you can do more, means you can do more, means you can do more, right? So really, really excited to give you guys these tips. There's gonna be nine tips in this episode. If you guys could do one of three things or all three things for me, that would be amazing. This would help me out so much. But number one is subscribe to this podcast. If you're currently listening to this and you're not subscribed, please, please, please go ahead and do that. Um, that is how we get rated. That's how we get ranked. That's all that good stuff. Number two is if you could leave a five-star review. I'm doing a $100 giveaway when we get to 100 five-star reviews. All you have to do is leave the review with a love note. If you don't leave the love note, the review is anonymous and I can't get you entered. So make sure that you leave a love note with it. Number three, third thing you can do is share this with somebody that needs it, okay? Share it with your friend, share it with your team, share it with your mentor, share it with somebody that needs to hear it. You can screenshot it, share it into your Instagram stories and tag me at the real queen Sid. I do repost a lot of stories uh, that I get tagged in, so make sure that you tag me so that I can repost it for you and get you some clout too, girl. All right, without any further ado, cannot wait to get into this episode. Uh, let's go, go, go. Have you ever felt like you don't have enough time in your business? Like you're like, you're, I'm rushing around. I don't get anything done. You feel like you've been doing something all day. You're like, oh, I've been working. I've been working. I've been working. I've been working, but I haven't gotten anything on my list done. Look, I have a, a list that's been sitting here all week of things that I need to get done. I have been slowly working on it, but not at the pace that I need to, right? And so how can we make more time in our day? And so some of you guys might be working full-time jobs while you're while you're trying to build a business. If that's you, you can drop me a yes in the comments below. But a lot of people just like I I love I love this analogy, but like People try to find the bottom of TikTok. I'm here to tell you the bottom of TikTok doesn't exist. People try to find the bottom of Facebook. I'm here to tell you the bottom of Facebook doesn't exist, right? And so we end up getting stuck in the scroll. We end up getting stuck in mundane tasks. We end up not managing our time correctly. And then it becomes harder to build a business, right? Does that make sense? So there are gonna be a few tips that I'm gonna give you guys so that you can more effectively manage your time so that you can build your business bigger, faster and better, right? And everybody wants that. So if you guys are in, if you're excited, go ahead and drop me a, make some hearts fly across the screen if y'all are excited to, to get some throwdown, okay? Because I feel like I haven't done some business crap on here in a while. So um, I am super, super excited. Number one is I want you, to get, want you to get a detailed calendar, okay? Get a detailed calendar. And I use Google calendars, but get a detailed calendar. Literally mark out everything that you're going to do in a day. Literally block off time, right? I know that a lot of us get into this industry for time freedom, but I'm here to tell you time freedom doesn't mean you don't have a schedule. Time freedom means you have the freedom to schedule whatever you want whenever you want right but those of you that are looking into building a business but you don't know what you're gonna do after you get off this live video you don't know what you're gonna do uh, tomorrow or the next day or next week or next month you have no idea what your plan is you have no idea what you need to be doing so if this was a full-time job how would you be scheduling your day out how would you be scheduling your plan out how would you be scheduling your tasks out so that you can make sure you 
get everything done, right? When you have a full-time job, you are at your desk from, you know, nine to five or whatever it is. And then you have scheduled time at home with your kids. Maybe you do dinner time with you and your kids and your husband or your wife or whatever. Like, We have our life scheduled when we work a full-time job. Why should it be any different with being an entrepreneur, right? I've been an entrepreneur for almost three years now, full-time, and I bucked the system. I am not somebody that likes to have a schedule. I'm not somebody that likes to have structure. I really am somebody that's messy, and I like to go with the flow, and I like to like literally flop around all day. If you can relate, you can drop me like, I don't know, the word flop in the comments below, but I just like to flop around and that is not effective, right? Because I would make it through an entire day and I'd look up at the clock and it would be eight o'clock at night and I'd be like, crap, I didn't get anything on my list done, right? So make sure that you're scheduling out your day. You can schedule out 30 minutes to sit on the couch. You can schedule out 30 minutes to watch Netflix. You can schedule out 30 minutes to spend time with your family or whatever, or an hour or date night or whatever. You can schedule it all out, but that way you know exactly what you're supposed to be doing exactly when you're supposed to be doing it, right? And so with that, you need to stick to the schedule. Stick to the schedule, right? Uh, Obviously, if you have a live scheduled out at 10 a.m. or whatever, you need to be live at 10 a.m. so that you're not messing with the rest of your day. Does that make sense? Okay, so get a detailed calendar, stick with your, uh, stick with the agenda. Right. And so, um, I use Google calendars, not very pretty. I know a lot of people like to use the artful agenda. I don't know anything about that, but if you like fancy stuff, if you like fun stuff, maybe check that out. Okay. The next thing, number two is I want you to get better at saying no. How many times have you said yes to something that you didn't want to do that you knew was not furthering your business when you needed to be doing something else? I'll give you guys a really good example. Okay. Yesterday, uh, I was in the middle of a meeting around two 40 ish and Holly texted me and she said, I need a break. Do you want me to come over and give you ice cream? And in my brain, I was like, I'm really in a groove. I should say no. Uh, that's not going to further my business. I need to get some work done. I know that if I get out of this groove, then I'm not going to get things done. Right. But I was, I was enticed by ice cream. Okay. I'll be really honest with you guys. I was enticed by ice cream. And so I said, yeah, that's fine. You can come over for an hour. And she came over and you want to know what I did for the rest of the day. Not what I was supposed to be doing, right? So learn to say no when you're in a groove and you're getting a lot of work done. Tell your family, I need a break. Like I need you to, I need you to do something else. I need you to take care of yourself. I can't, I can't, okay? Uh, If you are, you know, have you ever had two conflicting meetings? Maybe, um, maybe you had scheduled, you know, a meeting and a podcast interview. I don't know. Maybe you'd scheduled a meeting and a podcast interview and you know that podcast interview is going to help you further your business. It's going to help you get your name out further. It's going to help you learn more. It's going to help you grow more. And that meeting is the same annoying meeting you have every single week. So can you say no to the meeting and yes to the podcast because you know it's going to grow you, right? You need to evaluate each each situation and say, what is going to grow me in this moment, right? Now, yesterday, if I had needed the break and I 
had needed the moment and I had needed the, the peace and relaxation or whatever, I would have said yes without any hesitation, right? Because that is what I needed in that moment to get through the day. But what I really should have said is no, I'm in a flow. I really need you to take care of yourself, right? So get better at saying no, say no more, say no more often because every time that you say yes to something you don't want to say yes to, you're saying no to yourself. Does that make sense? And if you did not understand that, please write it down. Every time you say yes to something you don't want to say yes to, you're saying no to yourself. Okay? Put some boundaries in place. What is going to get you closer to your goal? Focusing on the most important thing for your business in that moment, right? So is uh, building out a training... I had this dilemma at the end of the month. I had this really cool idea for a training program for our team. And it was at the end of the month and I still had some goals to reach by the end of the month. And I was like, I can't build this training program out at the end of this month. That's not what's important right now. That's not what's time sensitive, right? The end of the month is what's time sensitive. The, the furthering my business, the closing the month out, the doing what I need to do. That's what's time sensitive, right? It's not building out a training program. So you want to know what I started on the first, the training program. The third thing that you need to do is you need to choose a day to go all in on your business or choose a schedule to go all in on your business, right? I think some of us forget about the weekends. Some of us forget about the weekends. Those of you that are trying to build a business full-time and are also trying to uh, work a full-time job, you forget that the weekend exists, right? And I know this is because society has built this into us, right? We used to go to school during the week. We were off on the weekends. You go to work during the week, you're off on the weekends. But could you imagine... If you went all in on on your business on the weekends, how much it would grow, right? Right now you're trying to putt-putt around and, and like do a little bit here and do a little bit here, do a little bit here. Maybe pick a day that this is your business day, right? Like this is the day that you go all in on your business. Can you find something that works for your schedule, right? I know that somebody on our team, her name is Jen, she works really well when she gets up a little bit earlier before work, right? She's got, uh, she's got, activities on the weekend with her boys. Um, so she can't really go all in on the weekends, but she can get up a little bit earlier before work and get her work done. She can stay up a little bit later after, after bedtime and get her work done. Right? So what works for you and figure out those hours, right? So I am somebody that has a full-time entrepreneurial schedule. I get to schedule things however I want. And I'll tell you right now, if you get me after about seven or 8 PM, I'm a wreck. My energy is low. I'm no good to anybody, right? I'm really good. Excuse me. I'm really good in the morning. I'm really good during the day. I'm really good like right now, right now, between like now, get me at like 1 p.m. on the the afternoon. You got like a monster. You've got a monster, right? So I go super, super hard on the weekdays, on the hours that I'm really, really productive, right? I go really hard on those hours. It's not that I don't touch my business on the weekend, but it's just not as, I don't go as hard, right? So Make sure that you choose your schedules, choose your days for whatever works best for your schedule, your body, you as a person, right? Number four thing that you can do to create more time in your business is work in sprints. And this is how my brain works. I know some of y'all are marathon runners and you're like, oh, I'll work for like five hours and then I'll take the rest of the night off. I work better in sprints, okay? So I like 20 minutes on, 10 minutes off, 20 minutes on, 10 minutes off, or an hour on, 30 minutes off, right? So I really, really like to run in sprints. So uh, my day is scheduled by half hour, 
And so even our coaching calls, like I, my coaching calls are scheduled for 30 minutes, but there are 20 minute coaching calls with a 10 minute break in between so that I can go get water or so that I can drink some ketones. Because when I talk a lot, I forget to drink my ketones or I can go to the bathroom or whatever. Just do things in sprints. So make sure that you're laser focused for those 20 minutes or that hour or whatever you're committing to doing uh, or whatever time length you're committing to doing. And then take your break. You guys, I'm not here to tell you to, um, I don't know, fizzle out. I'm not here to tell you to hustle, 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 hustle. I'm not here to tell you, the word I was looking for is burnout. I'm not here to tell you to burn out. I don't want you to burn out, okay? I want you to love your business. I just did a podcast on this yesterday about finding the joy in your business and how important it is, okay? I want you to love your business. I want you to find the joy in your business. I want you to appreciate your business. So take the breaks that you need to. If you are a marathon runner, maybe you are somebody that works really well. Maybe you work in like five minute in, or five minute, five hour increments. So you work really good for five hours straight and then you're done for the rest of the day, right? And then maybe you schedule in time for Netflix or you schedule in time for your family or you schedule in time for whatever, right? But find out if you're a marathon runner or a sprinter and then schedule your day around that. I'm a sprinter. I go hard for, you know, whatever. So I am working. So work, figure out what works best for you, sprints or marathons. Okay. Number five is set reminders, set reminders, set reminders, set reminders, set reminders, set reminders. Set reminders okay. Uh, so I have a, fuck, a couple of ways that I set reminders. I set reminders like in my phone as an alarm so that it like yells at me if I don't listen to the Google calendar event. So the Google calendar event goes off. And then if I ignore that, which I tend to do most of the time, I have an alarm that goes off as well. These are things that I need to do throughout the day, like stand up and breathe or like go get some water or Sydney, walk around for a second. Sydney, put your work down for a second, right? So set reminders for breaks throughout the day. If you're somebody that gets really focused into your work and you forget to give yourself a break, you forget to eat, right? Set reminders to eat. Okay, my my friend Jessie Lee has been terrible about eating, so she's been getting sent food to her house every day by different people that want her to eat. But set reminders to stand up and breathe. Set reminders to drink water. These are all important things. If you're not taking care of your body, if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not taking care of your mind and your mental health, you're never going to win in business. You're never going to build it big, right? I did this whole podcast, like I said yesterday, about finding the joy in your business because people can feel when you hate your business. People can feel when you despise what you do. People can feel when you don't want to send the messages. So you better take care of yourself so that people don't feel that, so that people don't feel like you don't want to talk to them, right? So make sure that you are setting reminders throughout your day. Number six, oh, perfect. Number six is bring joy into your business, okay? I did, I implemented three new things over the last 30 days that brought me 15 new, 1,500 new leads and 80 new customers in 30 days, okay? And all I did was implement things that brought me joy into my business, I didn't change my skill set. I didn't change my approach. I didn't change who I was. I didn't change my, uh, my, my brand. I didn't change what I like to talk about. I didn't change who I am. All I did was implement a couple new things that shook things up a little bit and brought some more joy into my business, right? So I found out ways to bring joy into my business. 1,500 new leads 
1,500 new leads and 80 new customers in 30 days. Tell me you don't need joy in your business. Tell me you don't, right? And if you don't know how to bring joy into your business, you should probably check out my podcast that I did yesterday. But bring joy in your business. Find out how you can bring joy. You want to know what TikTok did for me? You know, I will tell you right now, Facebook was getting a little stale for me, okay? I was really putting out some good content. I was trying to reach the people that I want to reach. But, you know, the addict groups are not great on Facebook. The LGBTQ groups are not great on Facebook, okay? So it was really hard for me to find my people, right? TikTok ain't like that, sis. TikTok ain't like that, sis. There are pockets of TikTok all over for every different type of people. So creating content for my people reached my people. And that brought so much joy into my business because I'm finally talking to the people that I want to talk to. I'm finally reaching the people that I want to reach, right? I think that my Facebook following, my Facebook growth stopped around, I don't know, a year or year and a half ago. And I was kind of like, I love the people that I have on Facebook, but I, I don't know how to reach more people, right? Until TikTok. So I brought the joy into my business. Number seven is make a list. Get a sticker chart. Get fit, okay? Somebody said this on the Zoom the other day. They said, get fit, which just means make sure you're posting on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok every single day. So did you get fit today? I love that. It's from Melissa Hartman. I'm not stealing that, but it was good. So my point here is, Implement things that help you keep track of what you need to do, right? So I have a list of things that I need to get done. So I need to get cards sent out to my new customers from last month. I need to get an in-person assistant. I need to get, um, oh man, I need to register for Empire U today. I will do that today. But I have a list of things that need to get done so that I don't forget what I need to do, right? So that I can cross things off my list. I started implementing sticker charts into my life because I love sticker charts. And I explained that in my podcast about bringing joy, but I love sticker charts. It's just fun for me. So it's implemented, you know, I have these goals and then I get to put a sticker on every time we reach like a little milestone in the goal. So it's just created a little bit more way of holding myself accountable, number one, and a little bit more fun, right? So do things like that to keep yourself accountable, to to create more time in your business, right? A sticker chart is very visual. If you don't like the sticker chart, then do the, the thermometer thing, right? You can create a thermometer that's got the goal at the top and you fill it out every time you get like a little bit more of your goal, right? But it's very, very visual. So I know how far I need to go. I know how much more I need to do. I know what I need to implement, right? So Get a sticker chart, get a list, do whatever you need to do to help you keep track of the things you need to get done and of your goals. Number eight is uh, systemize as much as you can. Systemize as much as you can, right? So systemize your customer onboarding, systemize your promoter onboarding, right? Bring in 80 customers in one month. I, I can't coach 80 new people individually. I would be, I would, what, what? I would lose my mind, right? But it's all systemized. We have an accountability chat so everybody can ask questions and get the same questions answered, right? We have, they get a information card with every single trial that goes out that's got information about all the products and how to take them and how to set up SmartShip and how to do all of this, right? So systemize things. What can you do to help make your job a little bit easier, to help make your life a little bit easier, to help make your process a little bit easier, right? So that it's the same for every single person. If your team isn't growing, I'll tell you it's not because you don't know what you're doing. It's because you haven't created duplication and duplication is created through systems. So make sure you systemize everything, right? 
Number nine is get yourself an accountability partner. Okay, get yourself an accountability partner. Uh, Accountability partner is amazing because they will hold you accountable to the things that you said you were gonna do, aka an accountability partner, right? So when you said you're gonna be on the morning power hour, they're gonna be like, hey sis, what's up? Why aren't you on the power hour? When you said you were gonna be on the team training, they're gonna be like, hey sis, what's up? Where are you? Team training starting, excuse me. Hey, you said you were gonna send out 50 messages today. Did you get that done, right? It's that other person holding you accountable. The thing is in this industry, I think a lot of people don't know the difference between a coach and a mentor, okay? A coach is somebody who really gives you the steps. You get one-on-one coach. There's an accountability partner, a coach, and a mentor, okay? The coach is somebody who literally one-on-one coaches you, tells you the steps that you need to take to get through things, right? And then you do them, you implement them. A mentor, nine times out of 10, does not know they're mentoring you. You are consuming their content. You are doing everything that they say to do, but it's not a one-on-one thing, right? So a mentor is somebody that you really listen to, you really look up to, you enjoy their coaching, you enjoy their teaching, but you might not necessarily be being coached by your mentor, right? So your mentor might not know that they are mentoring you. So listening to these live videos, listening to my podcast, all of those things are me mentoring you, right? And I probably don't even know I'm mentoring you. So that's a mentor. And then there's an accountability partner. The accountability partner is the one who whips your butt, the one who gets you up out of bed, the one who says, hey, excuse me, where are you? Hey, excuse me, you said you were going to send these messages. Hey, excuse me, you said you were going to implement this this week, right? So you need all three. You need the accountability partner, you need the coach, and you need the mentor, Sometimes your coach and your mentor might be the same person. Sometimes they're not, right? So make sure that you get yourself all three of those so that you can effectively build a business because the way to take, the way to build a business the fastest way possible is to get around people that have done it before, right? You can gain four years of knowledge without going through four years of time by getting around people that have done it before, right? I've been in this industry for four years, so I have four years worth of knowledge to share with you guys. All you have to do is consume it and implement it, right? Does that make sense? So I hope you guys gained a ton of value from this. I hope you guys have some tips on how to create a little bit more time in your business so you can be a little bit more effective, so that you can be a little bit more streamlined and you can grow your business big, big, 